What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our nation was founded on the fundamental principle that all people should have the freedom to live, to worship, and to be without fear of violence or persecution. Every person has the right to live safe from violence, hate, and bigotry. And for those reasons and so many more, President Joe Biden and I have a duty, not only to keep the people of our nation safe, but to condemn unequivocally and forcefully all forms of hate. Since we took office, President Biden and I have fought to uphold that duty. Over the past decade, America has seen a rise in attacks on houses of worship. So in response, we expanded funding to protect houses of worship from violence. After a surge in hate during the pandemic, in particular anti-Asian hate, President Biden signed the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act to improve the reporting of hate crimes and to ensure hate crimes are investigated quickly and thoroughly. Earlier this year, in response to an historic rise in anti-Semitic attacks, we also released the first national strategy to counter anti-Semitism. And to make clear, taking on hate is a national priority President Biden and I held the first White House summit to address hate-fueled violence, and we brought together religious leaders, community leaders, and survivors to continue our work to keep all Americans safe. And today, we take another important step forward in our fight against hate. For years, Muslims in America and those perceived to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate number of hate-fueled attacks. As a result of the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel and the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, we have seen an uptick in anti-Palestinian, anti-Arab, anti-Semitic, and Islamophobic incidents across America, including the brutal attack of a Palestinian-American woman who was Muslim and the killing of her six-year-old son. A senseless act of violence that the Department of Justice is investigating as a hate crime. For so many people in our nation, the past few days and weeks have brought about all too familiar fears. Fears that they will be targeted, profiled, or attacked simply because of who they are, how they worship, or how they look. And so today, I am proud to announce the Biden-Harris administration 
will develop our nation's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. This strategy will be a comprehensive and detailed plan to protect Muslims and those perceived to be Muslim from hate, bigotry, and violence, and to address the concern that some government policies may discriminate against Muslims. For example, the so-called Muslim ban, which President Biden revoked on our first day in office. So here's the bottom line. In America, no one should be made to fight hate alone. And in this moment, then, let us all clearly say, a harm against any one of us is a harm against all of us. Grateful Dead has a song called Hell in a Bucket. <laughs> we'll just keep playing it all night. After everything I say, Grateful Dead is a song called Hell in a Bucket. yeah don't worry about failing banks and a stock market it's pumped up propped up don't worry about fucking real estate market that's in serious trouble don't worry about record inflation let's get down to business (laughs) what do we tell you in the last couple days that they were ginning this kind of stuff up to take more civil rights away from you Freedom of speech. So now you can't even say the craziest thing about that was people have rights now if they believe they're Muslim and they're not. She said people perceive to be Muslim. What the fuck does that mean? You know, none of this will stick in court, of course, just like everything else they do. You're supposed to believe that uh, a couple things. (laughs) You're supposed to believe that these people who just tried to kill you now care about you. Right? It's fucking preposterous. These people are licensed lunatics and killers. That's why you have to get it in your head to laugh at them. The country's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia... Combat the surge of hate in America. Every elected official who stands up there and pretends that they're doing something, they hate your guts. The surge of hate in America comes out of D.C. They hate everything about you. They hate the have-nots. The haves and the people who think they're the haves. These people are the hired help. They're not the fucking haves. They hate everything about you. Doesn't matter what your race is, your creed, your religion. What? They hate your guts. Maybe it's time to start uh, understanding that and acting accordingly. Not fucking singing kumbaya, hanging out in drum circles and thinking you're going to change these people through compassion and manners. Kamala Harris and her dopey boss are telling you that you're the problem. You're the haters. They have to combat against Islamophobia. And then, when they counter that, they have this framework for that, then it'll be a national strategy to counter anti-XYZ. Anti-Jewish speech. 
Well, you, we have a national strategy now to combat the surge of hate in America against the federal government and its employees. These people are a joke. They're a cartoon. They're the clown portion of the circus. They come out, they fucking bebop around. Bop, 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 bop. Everything they touch turns to shit. The clowns come out, they fuck up things, and then they go away. And then, like if you've been to the circus, like the ringleader kind of has to put the circus back together like those fucking assholes. Every time they come out, they screw things up. And we got to get a semblance, put things back together. The elected officials in this country are the fucking clowns in the circus. People think they're great. I'm the guy wishing one of the lions got lucid when these <laughs> clowns are out. When those lions gets loose, maybe Siegfried or Roy lost their pants and left the cage open. <laughs> what? What? What is this? What is this? It's going to be about Israel. Right now, it's about Islamophobia. It's like, okay, people are like, Islamophobia, whatever, man. Okay. Just like they were with, we're protecting anti-Asian rhetoric. Was there any of that? So you're saying I can't criticize people in China now in the United States. Oh, that sounds World Economic Forum-esque, United Nations-esque. I can't criticize folks in a foreign country. Well, now I can't criticize people in the Middle East. That would include Israel. Before they're done with it. That's the intention. They backdoored these things. We told you this was coming. This broad, this fucking dope, this slut was in charge of the southern border crisis. She never even fucking showed up there. Never did a goddamn thing. Just talked. And all of a sudden, they formed a committee. The country's first national strategy to counter blah, 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 blah. How about the country's first national strategy under the Biden-Harris administration to counter the, the influx of illegal aliens and fentanyl into the United States through the southern border? No, no, of course not. Of course not. These people are puppets of foreign governments. I said years, plural, ago, Biden was owned by the Chinese. Biden was owned by this company. Biden was owned by this country, Ukraine. Before all this stuff started, Biden was owned by Russia. Biden was owned by just about everybody in the Biden clan. That was years ago. And now it's coming now it's coming out. Oh my God, he took a loan. What are you people fucking slow? You people are light years behind. People have asked me, when are you gonna cover this financial stuff? The Biden's just cause some fucking dumb <laughs> Almost said it. <laughs> just cause some dumb beep. Covers it in the media years after I've done it. We've done it here in our whole fucking staff and at, uh, attaches, etc. Attached to the show have done it. Doesn't mean I have to circle back because they are quote unquote name brand. Fuck out of here, man. We're flying through this stuff. <laughs> and now. Now you're going to not be able to say a damn thing about anybody in the Middle East. Of course, like I said, it's a smokescreen to pass uh, these things. 
to protect uh, their Israeli friends, uh, who basically, you know, they're beholden to. Uh, people in the government um, um, who have a dual citizenship, that country, this country, what do you expect? You know what it's like? I'll tell you what it's like. <laughs> Before I forget, I'll tell you what it's like, and then I, I have to point something out about uh, hate speech. <laughs> you can't make it up. It's so fucking backwards, you can't make it up. These people in Congress and everybody attached to them and the lobbyists and everybody attached to them, right? They're the people who just showed up in the video and stole all the candy. You're the person with the candy, and they just show up and just take everything. And if you came out of the house and said something about it, right, something disparaging to these people, you would end up getting charged. See, that's how they rigged the playing field. Because you didn't know that the, the one... Dude who was, you know, who was there, he's gay. So he perceived that you're saying something anti-LGBTQ XYZ. Well, that's hate speech. You should have known he was gay. He was wearing skinny jeans. You got to know these things. Hello, Frisco. <laughs> you should have known he was gay. Your Honor, the defendant should have known, and the homeowner should have known he was gay on Halloween. He was dressed as Liberace. Hello, Frisco. That's my case. Yeah, these are the pirates that show up. Uh, Congress. And they're like, yeah, well, you're not going to say anything bad about these people, especially when we start stealing your money and uh, siphoning your money and laundering your money to, quote, unquote, help them and save them. Fuck out of here. We told you this was coming. Well, here it is. This is a back door, though. The Islamophobia thing is definitely a back door. Yeah, pre before it's all over, folks, they'll have all these groups, all these national strategies to combat a surge of hate speech against everybody except for whitey <laughs> and Christians. You're allowed to attack them. You're, al <laughs> you're allowed to slam Catholics. Can't say anything about Jewish people. You can attack Catholics. It's getting so bad around here. People just are looking to convert to Jew Judaism. Looking to convert to Jewism. That's how bad it is around here. <laughs> Judaism. Everybody wants to be Israeli now. Everybody, everybody loves to jump on the bandwagon. Uh, you, you can't make it up. Oh, he sounds like, Payne sounds like he has an example. To speak, <laughs> to speak about. I do. I do have an example. Everybody loves Glenn Beck, right? Glenn Beck started out as raised as a Catholic. Then he decided when his career wasn't doing so well, he's written about it, that he tried to be a Mormon. Becoming a Mormon, converting to the Church of Latter-day Saints, um, saved his career. Made him hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, that's not going so well. He spent all that money, wasted a lot of that money. A lot of his ventures have not done so well. So, you know, hey, freedom of religion in this country. I mean, I didn't know it was freedom to join every religion. But uh, <laughs> he seems to be going downhill. But he always can reinvent yourself. Always go back to the... 
you know, to the well. Always go back to religion, try to reinvent yourself. Obviously, he's tired of being a Mormon. And it sounds like he's tired of being American. Let's go to the... We're going to play the audio tape because I see this guy's bloated face. (laughs) One of the scariest things you might have seen on Halloween is this guy talking about what his purpose in life now is. (laughs) What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Can't make it up. I used to get upset about little snafus like that. Man, I'm a fucking one man fucking show. Don't 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 email me about that. That that seven seconds where you played the song and the transition. Keep your eye on the prize, please. I don't know why I was born. But there is something about the state of Israel that connects deeply to me. To have the privilege to stand with the Jew is a tremendous honor, spiritually. So I want to read a letter that I wrote that I am sending to the state of Israel. To Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and the honorable officials at the state of Israel. In this moment, I have chosen to ask you for citizenship in the state of Israel. I have nothing to offer but my voice of support. And some might say that my support might be more valuable as an independent voice. Perhaps they're correct. But my request for citizenship is not about words. It is about deeds. Why, one might wonder, would I want to embrace a heritage and identity that is so ruthlessly hunted down again and again? 
Yet it is precisely during such moments that we must choose to stand. I anticipate no privileges or exemption from the state of Israel. I instead yearn to align myself with those willing to rise, to fight, and sacrifice for the fundamental right to live. Is this not what both Israel and America embody? In closing, my desire for dual citizenship does not stem from any expectation of gain, but from a deep-rooted belief in standing with what is right and true. Ten years ago, I took my children to Israel for the first time, but we first visited Auschwitz in Poland. I told them, you cannot understand Israel without the Bible or Auschwitz. May Israel remain an eternal flame of hope, a beacon of resilience, and a testament to the enduring human spirit. Well, at least you didn't cry this time. (laughs) First of all, before we rip this to shreds, and uh, we do so by pointing out completely insane facts, because that's what we do. I mean, yeah, you could trash a guy. (laughs) You could give somebody a good schoolyard lashing slash trashing, or you can dig up facts and make you think, hmm. I would say that's probably one of the worst Mario Perillo tours, Auschwitz and then Israel. I don't know where you get that tour, but (laughs) that needs to be looked at. (laughs) Behold the king. Let's take the kids to Auschwitz and then Israel. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good Yeah, honey, let's do it. On your knees, dog. (laughs) Of course, if you owned your own 747 or whatever he bought with them, at the expense of his employees, we had to fire and business collapsed. And now I think his boss is Jewish. Mark Levin basically is his boss. (laughs) So does he really? (laughs) This is me, right? Working in a much bigger corporate environment than uh, either of those two have worked in. At City, we'd say, does he really want to be Israeli or is he just kissing his boss's ass? Hmm, you have to wonder. (laughs) Levin's like, Beck, get on the air and read your script. First of all, this is just insane when you look at his record. There's a fantastic article I found. I'm not making this up. This is all fucking documented. These people go from one thing to another wherever they see opportunity. There's an article in uh, religiondispatches.org. It's a fantastic article from 2010. How Mormonism Built Glenn Beck. And it spells out that he was fucking down and out, skid row, until he converted and then, quote unquote, got, magically got breaks. We've called these folks the Mormon Mafia before. That's really made people mad. Jeff Flake and uh, Orrin Hatch, a guy who sued me back in my D.C. days, a real, <laughs> real lunatic. And uh, who else? McCain was temporary, uh, you know, honorary Mormon mafia. Mike Lee, this whole group, this fucking, (laughs) 
There's a whole bunch of them. Beck is in there. Well, of course you're going to do well if that's your group. You'll do well just through your context. So he started out as Catholic. Then he became Mormon. And now he's talking about he wants to go to Israel. He says he wants to fight and do what? If you go to Israel, you become a citizen of Israel. Don't you have to enroll in the military? Yeah, I think so. A couple years. He can lead his own platoon. He can have Levin and... uh, and back, and, and they can have Shapiro can run the platoon. <laughs> Mickey Mouse platoon. He's <laughs> just fucking joke. You know what Glenn Beck does? What he does understand, though? He understands that people on the right are fucking morons. And he can manipulate them and twist them any way he wants. Because they keep coming back for more. They're dumb. As a, as a, a block... They're easily manipulated, easily tricked, easily fooled, and they love to spend money on causes which they think are you know, latest cause celeb, which they think is really going places, but it's just another grift, just another grift omatic by this same group. So it sounds like Mr. Beck is ready to invent himself again. <laughs> and, you know, we've said this before on Hotwired with Maria, you know, he has, has journalists on and he interviews them and stuff, and you're like, what's going on? You're the best journalist in, in working today. I'm like, really? This fucking broad? Oh, yeah, well, she she's on the fucking payroll. That's how these folks do well. They're all on the payroll. You think fucking Ben Shapiro has any real talent when it comes to his to be a journalist? No. I mean, I think he'd be fantastic in a courtroom as a lawyer or somebody who's negotiating fucking mergers, acquisitions, whatever. A lawyer. I mean, he went to Harvard Law. What do you go to Harvard Law for and then you go into journalism? All these guys are propped up. They can't fucking survive on their own. They have to run in a group and they all help each other. That's how they make money. I'm on the outside criticizing all of them. <laughs> guys are fucking grifters. Here's a guy who was a Catholic, became a Mormon, saved his career, made hundreds of millions of dollars. He he pissed it all away. Had to sell his company for next to nothing to Levin. Another fucking hero out there. <laughs> and now he wants to be a dual citizen. Of, of, of Israel. Why? Is that even allowed? Under the uh, Mormon church. <laughs> Anything goes. If you're a grifter. Anything goes. Can't make it up. Like I said, hey, you're free to do what you want in this country. But is it really this country? Because he wants now to leave the country. So... In his words, enamored with, quote, the Jew, unquote. What does that mean? <laughs> what is going on? It's just money. That's all these people are talking about on a regular basis. You can tell by the way they treat people that they're not really interested in, uh, to me, in any teachings of the Bible. They'll quote the Bible. They'll cite the Bible. Go around and stab you on the back. 
We had a guy who wanted to buy a true pundit. Um, for a pretty decent size amount of money. I think they just might have wanted to buy it to uh, shut us up. Force me out, shut us up. And we found out that, uh, you know, through uh, due diligence that he was really just part of the of the Beck network. The Blaze, etc. and all these things. So we said, no, take a fucking Ike. <laughs> As part of investigating that, see, we do all this stuff behind the scenes. As part of investigating that, we came across a lot of people who were disgruntled with the Blaze and told us some of the things that were going on there. We're like, holy shit. Now, what you see in front of your eyes on television, on Fox, the blaze, wherever, it's not real. It's all fucking production. What really goes on is unbelievable. And somebody who would, you know, espouse to treat people fantastically and want to make a difference in any country. He sounds like Mother Teresa. He wants to go. Wants to become Israeli to help out. But then behind the scenes, these guys are fucking vicious. Vicious motherfuckers. <laughs> but you talk to them, man, they can really... Whew, they can sell an ice block to a fucking Eskimo. These guys are smooth, man. Very uh, charismatic. You know, preacher-esque. Whew. A lot of people don't have a a chance when these guys start jacking their jaw. You know what I mean? It's like, holy moly, I feel like I should give money. This guy's really... I, what are you saying? You know, he's talking about prophecies. He's talking about, you know, that, that, that resonates with me. Yeah, and when he leaves on his private plane and you drive home in your fucking Kia and he's laughing and you're wondering, is it Taco Bell tonight or Arby's? Maybe you understand what the fuck's going on. I have to laugh at these people. They're 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 fucking sick people. They're sick people. If you like it that much and you want to go there, go there. I think you have to do military service. I want to see that. <laughs> you know what he did before he started this stuff? He was a shock jock like Howard Stern. He'd do pranks and they'd play sound effects on air. Fart noises. Boiling. You know, like the boner sound effect. Boiling. That's what she said. I mean, you know, I have fun with that too sometimes, but I didn't do it for a career. Then he became a darling of the right because the right are so easily manipulated. It's not even fuck. I told the guys here during True Pundit Days, my God, these people are, they're dopes. I could twist fucking headlines. I could I could run this thing like the New York Post. We'd have ridiculous amounts of money, and, and uh, everybody would know our name, but I said, I'm just not going to do it. First of all, it's not easy to do. It's hard to do. And it's not necessarily contributing to the betterment of society, and that's why I came back and I wanted to, to right some wrongs, and I wasn't going to fucking get involved in, in playing the game these guys play. But they're pros, man. <laughs> it's too bad more people can't see it. 
the people on the right, they're just so thirsty, so hungry for what they think is the truth or anybody who, with a name who um, tells them that spins the truth, spins a narrative that they say is true, and, they, and the people just take it and they run with it like wildfire. It must be so easy to make money off these people. Meanwhile, we're actually telling people the truth, trying to help people, and it's not easy. So people say all the time, oh, how do we know that you're, you know, not like them? You got your fucking mind? You see how hard we work here? You think if I was rolling in money, we'd be doing fucking two, three-hour shows every day and hot wires and stuff? You think that that would even be... I got a doctor that says, you better slow the fuck down. It's not good. You think if I was making money hand over fist, I'd be out fucking working myself to the fucking bone? I'm just like you. You want good things for your family? You want good opportunities? You work. There's no Nobody's getting fucking wealthy over here telling people the truth, believe me. If you don't believe me, that's your business too, but you see all these other people with really, really sketchy pasts who have made hundreds of millions of dollars and they're worth tens and hundreds of millions of dollars and billions of dollars. 